This is Daniel Gallardo, and you're listening to the Tenkara Cast, a podcast about the simple Japanese method of fly fishing, Tenkara. In the Tenkara Cast, we'll be sharing information on techniques, history, philosophy, and Tenkara stories from anglers all over the world. This podcast is brought to you by Tenkara Yosei, introducing Tenkara outside of Japan since 2009. It's only possible we create content such as this podcast and videos because of your support. So we thank you so very much for purchasing Tenkara Yosei rods, lines, and flies. I hope you enjoy learning more about the simple method of fly fishing. Oh, isn't Tenkara just kempo fishing? Oh no, Tenkara is like checking that thing, isn't it? No, it's dry fly fishing. Oh no, in Tenkara anything goes. <laughs> so some of you may have heard a lot of uh, a combination of all of those statements before. Uh, and some of you may have read things that I've written that go a little bit more in depth into what Tenkara really is. Uh, today's topic is about what is Tenkara. And it's a little different from the first one of the first three episodes that I did for this podcast. By the way, I just looked it up and we're on episode 46. Uh, it's been two years since I started this episode. Uh, but one of the first ones was a very brief introduction to what Tenkara is. And in that episode, I kind of shared a few of the key concepts. You know, it's a Japanese method of fly fishing that uses just a rod, line, and fly, no reel. Uh, the flies tend to be very simple. Uh, primarily, it's a type of fishing that really shines in mountain streams, in moving water. Uh, so I really kind of uh, gave a, a superficial definition and a good enough definition of what Tenkara is. But since I started introducing Tenkara here in the States, uh, one of the very heated topics of discussion on online forums for the Tenkara community, including the Tenkara Anglers group on Facebook, has really been what is Tenkara? You know, is it anything? Uh, is it a specific thing? And that's what I want to discuss uh, here today. There's a, The topic came about again in the Tenkara Anglers group on Facebook, um, and I kind of thought it deserved an episode uh, where I can get into some of the, um, the vision behind, you know, what I had envisioned introducing Tenkara here in the States, uh, but also some of the things that I have been uh, told from anglers in Japan, and some of the things that I feel like are important to know and other things that are important not to care about, to be frank. So we all know Tenkara at this point. It's a Japanese method of fly fishing. It's this rod line of fly. Um, but what about um, a little bit more than that? So one of the re things that I want to get out of the way is um, that I do not intend to tell you how to fish. Um, when I started introducing Tenkara here, and I would write about what Tenkara is, and sometimes I would call out people you know, on uh, uh, different discussions saying, hey, this is not Tenkara. And my, attempt, my intent was never to tell people how to fish. I couldn't really care less, to be honest. It was more in terms of educating the public of how Tenkara is done in Japan. And the reason that I've done that, and I've been, um, I've done years of writing and videos and so forth about introducing what Tenkara is in Japan, is really not. It has really very little, if nothing, to do with traditionalism or purism. Sorry. Um, the reason is because I've decided that I wanted to introduce this method of fly fishing as it is practiced in Japan. My goal 
was to share the Tenkara story. And as I've talked about multiple times, um, I was not trying to invent a method of fishing as much as I was trying to share a method of fishing that has been around for a very long time. And more pragmatically speaking, uh, the main reason that I'm interested in that is because I truly believe that the best way to keep fly fishing very, very simple is to know how Tenkara is practiced in Japan, to know where Tenkara came from, and to potentially just fish uh, the way most Japanese Tenkara anglers fish. I strongly believe that's the best path to simplicity, uh, to really not trying to reinvent the wheel and add a bunch of stuff to it. Uh, you can do whatever you want. Uh, but if you really want to keep fly fishing simple, let's look at what Tenkara really is. And the other thing, too, um, I figured I was going to be the starting point for introducing what Tenkara is. And if I deviated uh, from what Tenkara is and somebody kind of got that message and then they deviated a little bit more, things were going to get confusing really fast. Uh, it's a little bit like playing telephone, you know, where you, uh, you share a message with somebody else and then that person has to share it with somebody else and somebody else and so forth. And at the end of the, the line or the circle, um, the message has completely been modified. So I think it's really important to have a good starting point and hopefully not spread too much misinformation. So typically when the conversation comes up um, about what Tenkara is, is because somebody was doing something a little different. And, you know, um, the example that just came up on the Facebook uh, group was somebody used a Tenkara rod uh, to... Um, using a spoon, like a lure, a type of lure at the end of the Tenkara rod to catch some beautiful trout. And there was a beautiful photograph of somebody with a fish, and that was fine. I liked the photo. I, um, um, I thought it was very, you know, fine that somebody is experimenting, adapting it uh, to however they want to fish, really, making it kind of their own thing. My main problem usually uh, only comes with People that are trying to kind of get into the industry in a way, uh, you know, Tenkara rod companies um, and guides and so forth, when they start kind of having this very out there ideas of what Tenkara is, and then they start sharing that as if that was Tenkara, that tends to start getting really confusing. I think on a personal level, people are going to fish however they want to fish, and I'm totally fine with that. I think that's how it should be. Uh, but at the same time, I think we all kind of need to get on the same page about what Tenkara is uh, if we want to really define it. Uh, you know, I think that's kind of important just the way it's important that we understand other sports so that when we are talking to one another, we know what it is that we're doing. So, for example, if somebody goes fishing for the day with a rod and reel and they say, oh, yeah, I was doing some dry fly fishing today. Uh, you know, they tell you that at the end of the day, uh, you know exactly what that looks looks like. Uh, it's, you know, a fly that is kind of floating on the surface of the water and they're probably doing some manding and whatnot. So the fish are coming up to the surface. Um, on the other hand, if that person was using a, a nymph and say, oh, it's dry fly fishing, um, that's not very accurate. So we kind of need to put a little bit of language uh, a little bit of definition so that we can all talk to one another and understand what we did. 
So a couple of weeks ago, I did the episode on panfish, you know, uh, with Bart Lombardo and TJ Ferreira. Um, and when I did the description of the episode, I was very careful to, uh, the way I described it, you'll probably notice, some of you may have noticed, I said, we're going to talk about using a tankata rod for catching panfish and warm water species. I did not say we're going to go tankata fishing, um, you know, for, or we're going to talk about tankata fishing uh, for um, panfish species. Super subtle. Uh, maybe you didn't even notice the difference when I when I just talked. So uh, I can say I was using a tankata rod to catch panfish, or I was tankata fishing to catch panfish. And those two things kind of bring up about uh, a distinction that I've always tried to make uh, in introducing tankata here. So usually I talk about uh, tankata, the tool where you're going to be using tankata pretty much in any way you want. In the end, it's just a rod, a line, and whatever you want to tie at the end of it. But there, then there's tankata, the method. Uh, tankata, the method is this very complete method of fishing that has been done by anglers in Japan. It tends to look in a very, you know, very similar across the board in the hands of most anglers in Japan. There's, of course, uh, variations, uh, but there are, you know, uh, a lot of similarities. And that distinction is kind of important sometimes uh, just in terms of how we communicate uh, with one another, especially, I believe, if it's somebody kind of from the, within the industry, if you will. You know, if somebody that has a, a perceived air of authority because they have a blog, because they have uh, a company or a, a guiding service, and then they start really kind of pushing Tenkata super far outside of where it began, things can get really confusing. Now, why does that matter? I um, don't know if it really does matter. I actually don't think it matters a whole lot, except that Tenkata is super simple, you know, and uh, sometimes people want to make this big, complicated beast out of it. And that's where things kind of start getting a little bit frustrating because let's say you're Tenkata, you know, using a Tenkata rod uh, to go fishing, and you start adding western fly lines and multiple leaders or, or a leader, um, and then, you know, you start rigging it with indicators and split shot. I mean, you can do that, but once you kind of start sharing that and people start reading that information, um, all of a sudden it becomes this really complicated beast, and, you know, like if somebody who is new to the sport of fly fishing uh, starts looking at that, and they're like, man, there's no extra simplicity here. You know, that's a very complicated way of fly fish, uh, just like any other kind of fly fishing. Um, and that's, I think, the main reason that I'm very passionate about sharing what tenkata looks like in the hands of most Japanese tenkata anglers, because it truly is the best way to keep fly fishing simple while at the same time being very, very effective. I think if I was to make a chart, uh, Tenkata would kind of be the the point where effectiveness or efficiency and effectiveness meets the best in simplicity. So if we have, you know, like uh, a chart where on the on the horizontal x, you know, axes we have uh, efficiency, like catching a lot of fish specifically, um, and then on the vertical x we're gonna have level of complexity, 
Um, Tenkat is going to be like the point where the two things intercept. You know, you have a very efficient method of fishing with super simple way to do it. Um, it can be argued that there's going to be uh, ways that sometimes are more effective, uh, but they're probably not simpler. And there's probably ways to fish in a simpler way, like maybe just use your hands to catch fish if you want, uh, but not very effective. You know, I think there's a reason that Tenkara, when it was originated in the hands of commercial anglers in Japan, uh, they developed something that looks like Tenkara because it's um, a truly effective and at the same time simple way to fly fish. So, you know, this conversation, it's, uh, as I mentioned, it, uh, it brings up like very heated discussions. Um, and I think it's worth mentioning again, I don't care how you fish. Um, I do care if you are, you know, somebody who's coming out as an authoritative voice for Tenkara and making something that it, it is not. Uh, if you are somebody who's going out and fishing and you're sharing your experience love to see whatever you do even if it's using a spoon and uh you know indicators and whatnot and whatever rig you want to come up with you know it's fun to share that with each other it's fun to see how people are using things but i think it is important that we do understand where tenkata comes from what tenkata generally looks like um and so that we can kind of get on the same page so, you know, I mentioned there's the Tenkara, the tool, uh, very self-explanatory. You use a rod, you tie a line to the end of it, whatever you want to do after that, up to you. Uh, some people argue that the rod doesn't matter. Some people argue the line doesn't matter. That's a tool. You know, it's um, whatever you want to do with it is fine. Uh, my parents, I'll share an example. I, uh, my parents are not fly anglers. Uh, they were they live in Brazil still. They spend most of their time on the coast. Um, right now, they actually retired, so they're sailing a bunch. And they're fishing a lot. But my dad and my mom, they do not have a fly fishing background. They don't have that much of an interest. And here I am trying to introduce them to Tenkara. And I will tell you what happened. The hardest thing for me to do to introduce them to Tenkara, because they've been fishing their whole lives, uh, has been to convince them that they could just use an artificial fly to catch fish. So there they go on their sailboat and, you know, they have their spinning reels and that kind of thing that they use. But sometimes they just want to fish, you know, just with a pole uh, by their boat. And uh, on the one hand, it was a little bit heartbreaking uh, when my mom told me that, yeah, they were not catching any fish, so they put a little bit of shrimp at the end of the, <laughs> at the fly. Uh, but on the other hand, I had to laugh. I mean, you know, that's how they've been bait fishing their whole lives and, uh, you know, hard to change how they do things. They don't believe in the fly as much as I do. I have gone down there with them and I've caught fish on the fly, but they're still not 100% convinced. So it's kind of funny. And they... You know, they know that's not Tenkara. And, um, you know, and I've also told them that that's not really Tenkara, but hey, you know, if you're having fun, go for it. It's a Tenkara rod. It's a telescopic rod. On the other hand, um, I think some people have thought that I was trying to tell them how to fish when I started introducing Tenkara here, uh, because I have written a bunch about, you know, what Tenkara really is. Tenkara is not dry fly fishing. Um, even though you can use dry flies with it. Tenkata is not check nymphing, even though it works great with nymphing in general or check nymphs. 
it's not bait fishing. It's not cane pole fishing. And tenkara is tenkara. It's its own method of fishing. Um, you know, like there's a, in Western fly fishing, there's all these different methods of nymphing, for example. We have the Czech nymphing, which a lot of people know. And then you start getting into different European methods of nymphing. Uh, we have the Spanish nymphing method, the French nymphing method, the Polish nymphing method of fishing. Uh, don't ask me what the difference is between all of those. I don't know. Uh, but I, knew, I do know that they're a little bit different. And if I was interested, I would learn more about it. Um, and I would would probably prefer not to call one the other thing because even though the differences are subtle uh, coming from the outside, when you're actually practicing it, I know the differences are kind of big. And that's the same thing with tenkara. Tenkara is its own method of fishing. Tenkara is tenkara. And if we're kind of sharing that as an authority on something, I think it's important that we know that. Um so let me kind of back it up a little bit and kind of give what I think is a little bit more my definition of tenkara. And this is something that, you know, I've kind of learned from different anglers in Japan. Um, as you find here, you also find in Japan, there some people care more about what it is than others. Uh, so, for example, um, you know, like one time I was talking to Dr. Ishigaki um, and Somebody's fish, you know, like I, I was actually showing him a video of catching smallmouth bass in a mountain stream, um, you know, like something that looks like any mountain stream in Japan almost, but, you know, catching smallmouth. And in his opinion, that was not really tenkara. Or, you know, I've shared with uh, with him as well uh, that, you know, like, a, yeah, I took a tenkara rod to a pond close to my home once. And he's like, yeah, that's not really tenkara. So there you go. That's kind of his opinion. You know, the fish species uh, matters uh, for him. The fish species or the kind of water are important. Um, on the other hand, I've talked to other people that have been fishing tenkara for decades. And they might have said, no, in tenkara, you know, you, um, just about anything goes. <laughs> um, I've talked to another teacher of mine. Um and in his opinion, you know, like he has a little bit more flexibility. You know, he might use floatant and that kind of thing. So there's differences in opinion exact in exactly what constitutes tenkara in Japan as well. But out of all of those observations, uh, what I've come up with is that if we want to get more strict in the definition of what tenkara is... Um, as strict as I would make it is we're using a tenkara rod. Um, at the end of it, we have a very, very light line. That's important because once you start adding like a Western floating line, um, you start deviating so much from it. You don't have like the angles that we're using in tenkara. You know, the line is going to sag and that kind of thing. And then you have to start adding leaders and so forth. So I believe the line is an important measure. Um, you know, I don't have a very specific line weight, but I do know that a western fly line on the end of a tenkara rod just does not feel like tenkara. So line is kind of important. Uh, in terms of the rod, you want to be able to cast all day. So you don't want to, and you want to be able to have reach. So yeah, my definition of tenkara rods will probably be a rod that is between 9 and 15 feet in length approximately. 
any shorter, you don't have any length. You don't have the the reach that you that you want in any kind of stream fishing. Uh, much longer than that, the rod starts getting really heavy or tip heavy, and it starts getting really hard to cast all day the way we cast with tenkata. So in terms of the equipment, that's how I I would define tenkata. Um, you know, I haven't seen any experienced tenkata anglers in Japan using much longer or shorter rods. Uh, next, I would say uh, at the end of the, the line, tip it. But, you know, tip it is just kind of like a necessity thing. I mean, I, I'm not going to get too much into that. That's just something you have to have in between your line and your fly. Otherwise, you can't really thread a fly and that kind of thing. Uh, for the flies, um, if I were to define what tenkata is, um, I would say flies that are not on the extremes. Essentially, you know, flies that are, you know, and this is kind of like a gray area, of course. Uh, there's all kinds of tenkata flies. Um, but I would say, like, you know, if you're using a super heavy uh, fly, you know, all of a sudden it's, you know, like you kind of lose the versatility of other flies that are used in tenkata. So maybe the flies do matter. Um, not a whole lot, but, you know, you just want to be aware that most tenkata anglers in Japan, they're not using super heavy flies like a check nymph. They're not using you know, like a very buggy terrestrial fly. Um, again, just to uh, just to kind of repeat myself, whatever you want to do is fine. I'm just kind of giving my observations of how tenkata is done in Japan. Um, if you want to use bait, go for it. If you want to use a spoon, I don't care. Um, just don't go tell other people, oh, this is tenkata. You know, just kind of try to make a distinction, I think. Uh, hey, this is just using a tenkata rod, but I'm doing this. Um, and then in terms of techniques, um, with tenkata, we're typically casting. You know, we have very precise pinpoint casting, uh, primarily. And I say primarily because you can use different techniques. So instead of doing the up and down cast that I probably do 95% of the time, once in a while, I might dap. I might just lower my fly onto the water. I don't think that really uh, means it's not tenkata. It's just one technique that is used within tenkata. Uh, bow and arrow cast, uh, if you need it, use it. You know, I don't think that takes away from the definition. But the reason I bring up the casting is because sometimes people want to say, oh, that's just dapping. And that's not true. You're not really dapping. You're not lowering the fly or letting the wind blow your fly for you. You're typically casting uh, when you're fishing with tenkata. Um I'd say that's kind of, you know, the main pieces of it. And when you start getting into, you know, I'd say like bodies of water, um, Tenkara really does shine in mountain streams. Um, that's where the method was developed. Um, you know, if I, if I had to be even stricter, I'd say like, yeah, and you're fishing in a mountain stream or river, any kind of moving water. Um, but honestly, you know, I think tenkata can look so much like tenkata when you're fishing in a pond that to me, that's not a huge concern. Um, mountain streams, mountain rivers, moving water, that's where you're going to see tenkata shining. That's where tenkata developed. Uh, don't know if it means it's tenkata or not if you're going outside of that. Um, again, you can fish it. You know, it's, you know I'm not going to get into, into that that much. 
I don't know. It's a little bit of a long rambling episode. Um, you know, the, the, as I mentioned, this conversation gets kind of heated online sometimes. I do not think online groups are the place for us to try to, you know, keep defining Tenkata. You know, I think at this point, the answer is out there. Uh, I've written a book about what Tenkata is. Uh, you know, a lot of different aspects of what goes into making Tenkata right there in the book. Uh, I do follow more of a purist, you know, traditional kind of uh, point of view in the book because, I, as I mentioned in the book as well, I believe that's the best way to keep fly, fly, fly fishing simple is to kind of do it how they do it in Japan. Um, outside of that, you know, do whatever you want. Um, I don't quite believe like, you know, in Tenkara anything goes, as somebody has said. Um, you know, I think when you're talking about in Tenkara, the method, you know, things start getting complicated. If, if, if in Tenkara anything goes, might as well use a reel and that's Tenkara and then, then things just get really confusing. So that's it. That's kind of my thoughts. You know, I thought it kind of has to be addressed. If you have some thoughts, I'd love to hear it on the, on the podcast page. I'd, I'd prefer not to uh, start another huge online conversation about what is or isn't Tenkara. The answer is out there. But if you have some thoughts about it, if I didn't cover anything in this podcast or if you kind of feel like there's a different def definition, <laughs> uh, feel free to come to our podcast page, tenkariose.com forward slash podcast. Look up this episode, What is Tenkara? Maybe I'll call it part two. I'm not sure. Uh, but look up the more recent What is Tenkara episode and kind of put your thoughts in there and let me know. Um, um, I don't know if I did a good job at covering all that I wanted to cover uh, in this episode. Um, but, um, you know, hopefully I kind of touched upon the topic. It, um, again, conversations get heated. Uh, you know, fly fishing is a funny sport. It's kind of, a people get into the silences of defining what fly fishing is. I mean, that was the first conversation that we had, uh, when I started introducing Tenkara here, people would be like, oh, that's not fly fishing. It's like, well, who cares? I'm fishing with a fly. I'm casting it. And I'm having fun. <laughs> and, you know, I think that's kind of like a very important part of it. Go have fun. Um, but if you do decide to start a Tenkara business and start blogging about it, kind of coming out as an authority on it, uh, do make sure that people know, um, you know, what Tenkara is or isn't. I think that's important to educate people uh, so that we don't lose the, the culture that kind of went into developing Tenkara. Um, I'm not, uh, you know, a staunch traditionalist or purist uh, by any means. I do practice Tenkara how it is practiced in Japan um, because that's kind of how I can keep my fly fishing very simple and very effective. Um, I do love the cultural part of it personally. Um, you know, I think it's, you know, this is a method of fishing that, um, you know, it, it kind of declined a fair amount in Japan. And who knows, maybe in a few other... If I hadn't introduced Tenkara here, it would have reduced even more and we would have lost this, you know, cultural element from Japan. And I think it's really kind of important or at least very cool <laughs> uh, to maintain this tradition, to kind of help uh, maintain it alive, uh, to know what Tenkara is. Um, I'm very 
thankful personally that I didn't start introducing Tenkatas if it was Czech nymphing. You know, I could have done that in the beginning, uh, but then we would have lost this cultural element um, that's to me just personally beautiful. Um, so yeah, if you're kind of coming across as a voice of authority, do let people know what Tenkata is because. You know, it's a method of fishing that some people developed hundreds of years ago, and we're and we're honoring um, their, you know, their invention, if you will, their development when we share what Tenkara is. Um, the teachers that I have in Japan get really, really happy um, by the work that I'm doing here, introducing Tenkara for what it is. Um, you know, I do get, um, you know, like a very uh, good compliments or very um, warm uh, feelings from teachers in Japan because they see that I'm introducing something that was part that's part of their culture. So they really like that. Um, you know, just kind of preserving something um, that should be around. It's kind of like, you know, I, th I think if we, <laughs> you, know, you know, if we started seeing cricket moves in baseball uh, and all of a sudden, you know, like baseball starts looking like cricket and I'm sure people will be kind of sad. <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of nice to preserve something that has been around for a long time. I don't, I don't think you need to speak Japanese. I don't think you need to know the terms, but I do think it's kind of nice to know where Tenkata came from, you know, the hands of commercial anglers, uh, how it is practiced in Japan now by most people, uh, not using heavy flies, not, uh, necessarily sticking with dry flies, keeping their kit really, really simple, not using leaders, uh, you know, just really kind of keeping it to what you need to use. Uh, my closing thought is that, you know, in Tenkara, you use just what you truly need and nothing else. And at the same time, versatility breeds simplicity, which I mentioned in my book. So if you can keep your Tenkara simple, uh, using just absolutely what you need, rod, line, tippet, and fly, then you're doing about, about right. You know, that's what Tenkara is. If you're using a Tenkara rod with bait, like my parents did, uh, or with a spoon, you're using a Tenkara rod, you know, it's a perfectly fun tool uh, to use for doing a lot of different things. Um, and that's fine. And all I want is for you to have fun. Just go out and fish the way you want to fish and share your photos of how you're doing it. So that's my rambling thoughts. I'm going to finish this episode. Hopefully I didn't bore you way too much. This conversation I think could go on for a long time. Maybe I'll try to do an episode uh, with other people at some point um, about uh, what their thoughts about, are about Tenkara. But again, visit us on the web, tenkarayose.com forward slash podcast. Uh, to share your thoughts and opinions. Uh, let's not start that conversation on a forum or the Tenkara Anglers group just because things are getting kind of mad or uh, kind of uh, boring and kind of aggravated and it kind of goes on forever. And I think, you know, I it just kind of doesn't feel good. <laughs> so let's just not do it there. Let's go somewhere else. Let's take it on the Tenkara podcast or in person, you know, go fishing with somebody and talk about it. Uh, but again, thanks so much for listening. This is episode 47. We have 46 episodes already uploaded on the Tenkata Cast page, on SoundCloud, iTunes, and so forth. Um, 
If you have a minute, I'd love to have a review from you. Uh, I haven't had a review in a while, especially in iTunes. You know, I think a lot of uh, people do look up podcasts on iTunes. If you have, you have a chance to give me a, a rate or a grade on iTunes for this podcast in general, I appreciate it. Uh, if you don't agree with everything I said on this particular episode, uh, just share your thoughts instead of a review. <laughs> uh, but in any case, I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're enjoying all the podcast episodes that I've been doing, uh, trying to do a little bit more regularly now as we start nearing spring. And once again, I appreciate your support for uh, Imbine Tenkariose Rods, Lines, and Flies. Um, that's the work uh, that I do. Uh, you buying the product allows me to continue creating content, moderating forums. You know, it kind of allows our team to survive and create more product. Um, and um, so I appreciate your support on that. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, watching the videos. Uh, I'd appreciate your support in purchasing a rod, line, or fly from us at one point. Um, until next time, and next time I'll probably try to announce uh, events for the year as well. Um, um, uh, we're done with the fly fishing show season, but we're starting to think about the Tenkara Summit, so next time hopefully I'll uh, share some information on that and other things. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time on a Tenkara Cast.